I found a box of old cassette tapes. They weren't numbered, they weren't dated, and they weren't organized whatsoever. These are those tapes. You have a collect call from an inmate at a federal correctional facility. To accept, press 1. Uh, um, is it, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, you never sent me that stuff. I'm waiting on a letter on you. I'm looking in here and, and, and I ain't getting nothing from you. Oh, it got delayed. Got delayed how? I mean, I, hell, what do you got to do? You ain't got nothing to do. Put in the damn mail. I know, but, well, I tried to get... I tried, I got, I got your, <clears throat> I got your email, when they lay your email, and I, I saw that you wanted a copy of the Emily Dickinson poems, and so I went on down to the library, and I tried to get a copy, but my library card, I owed $459 from an Agatha Christie novel that I got out 10 years ago. That ain't got nothing to do with me, you know I want them damn poems. I know you want those poems, but they won't just let me take out another book. And what I was going to do is I was going to get the book for free. And then, you know, I was going to go over. I was going to go over to Mimos and use her Xeroxing machine and copy off all the pages uh, of the. So hopefully I would get the one that you wanted, the Soul Selects Her Own Society. And the one you were saying you were remembering that you felt so inspirational. Uh, so I tried to go to the library and I had them, I tried to check out the book for you. And then I was going to go over to Mimos and make the copies, but they wouldn't let me get a book out. Cause I owed that dang $459 on the Agatha Christie book. And they said, the other thing was I could find it and bring it in. But I looked, you know, I looked all over the property. I looked in the main house. I looked in the shed. Uh, I looked in my hole and I couldn't find it. So I couldn't get it for you because I didn't have the money to go buy just an Emily Dickinson copy of books. You don't need to buy it. That's a whole damn deal. I mean, we on a recorded line here. I can't get too into it, but come on, man. It, it's a cipher. It ain't, it, it's the words. Come on. You know what I'm talking about. You, that's just the words. You, you could send them however you want. You could scribble them down in crayon. You don't have to go to Mimos and copy stuff and, and quit burying stuff in that damn hole of yours. I thought, I thought you actually wanted the book. You're talking like there was some kind of code in the poem? Hey, don't. This is recorded. Don't use them words. I said cold. Cold, yeah, of course. Cold in the poem. There you go. Yeah, it, it is. A, I mean, it's cold-blooded, that, that poem. Get right to your heart. Here's this woman. You know, everybody wanted her to grow up and get married and do that. And then she just, you know, she wound up writing all these poems instead and living. I read the biography section and she's living up in the attic. Uh, writing these poems on little pieces of cloth and then sewing them together and just sticking them in her boots, sticking them in her, her drawer, sticking them in her closet. Nobody even knew about it because they wouldn't let women publish anything. You know, back then it just reminded me, you know, all my my little sculptures I make and I put in the hole and nobody appreciates them. And uh, instead, I'm, you know, I'm doing errands for you. I'm doing errands for 2-Bit. I'm doing errands for Toenail. I'm doing errands for Jim. You know, and meanwhile, I got this other thing I like to do, and nobody's even interested in it. So I guess when I saw that you won that poem, I thought, oh, well, you know, maybe he's getting interested in art and, you know, more stuff like that, like a little higher, higher learning, you know. But now it turns out you just won that 
you just it's a cipher or whatever. Well, it's a real sweet story you got there, and I'm sorry ain't nobody recognized all your talents, Michelangelo, but you know, a lot of people when they would, make sculptures, they make different but, things than John Travolta in Battlefield Earth over and over and over. Ain't nobody ever gonna buy that. Well, that's my favorite movie of his. I just think it's really good, you know, and I just think he does a lot of good things. I liked him in other movies. I liked him in Michael. You know, I liked him in... Um, so make a sculpture of that. Try something different. I mean, every well, single... you've a lot of thoughts about sculpture for someone who's in jail. I apologize. I didn't mean to raise my tone. But what you, you talked about... I to bring you anything or send you anything. You know, I don't have to send you ramen. I don't have to send you, you know, the other stuff you like. You're right. You're right. I am sorry. hands lotions. I think, don't you don't you take away my lotions now? Come on, that's... tell me what to not take away when you're going to be insulting my battlefield earth sculptures. They're very realistic. Well, yeah. you're just carrying on like you this forgotten artist or something. But I mean, it it ain't really. I guess it is different, but it, it's not expanding people's minds. It's not a type of art that makes people look at it and go, "Shoot, that's something I got to think about it." It ain't that at all. It's I don't just, think you've heard from everybody's minds. You had your little show there at the flea market and set them all up. Nobody, nobody even glanced at them. And everyone you tried to tell the story. I would say six or seven people glanced. Well, that's true. You was there longer than I was because I was doing what we was there to do in the first place, which was following through with the plan. The whole time you had your head down, looking down into your Frito pocket the whole time. I was driving it away. And then you were eating a corn cob. And then you were eating something else, I'm sure, because that's all you do at the flea market is go, can I have a dollar? Can I have 50 cents? Can I have 35 cents? Can I have a dollar 35? Can I have $2.50? So you can get the different snacks because you're bored because you drove me there because you know I can't drive. And then you just milk me for all my money. And then I, I show up with $20 in my pocket. I go home with nothing. And probably everybody's just not coming over there because they're like, who's that guy just sitting there eating everything? If I go over there, he's going to eat me. Well, that's fair, but to to my credit, to my defense, and I apologize for spending all your money, but you were so confident you was going to sell two or $300 worth of them little figures, you said, oh, $20 is nothing. Help yourself. Enjoy a Frito pie. Enjoy a, a whirlwind. I went, oh, I'm going to get me one of them, and so I did. Well, I was... Uh, mm. Well, I was grateful to you for driving me but that doesn't mean that you get to spend every dime in my pocket i not only drove you i helped you paint them up i helped you package them you put that i won't take credit for my sculptures you don't even like my sculptures i do not but i was willing to help you i boxed them up and put the little shredded sort of uh straw looking stuff so they look like these official real deal things and little wooden crates i helped you make all that official real deal things well, they look they're like it. Earth down Travolta sculptures. I don't. You can't. You can't say they're not that. They are corporeally that. Well, that's a big old word, ain't it? But not one person guessed what they's from. They say, "Oh, what's that from Terminator? What's that? Oh, is that Predator?" It's not my fault that people don't guess well. Well, it is your fault they that they themselves. That's like a whole. And that was a whole thing. Like, oh, well, we're not gonna blame Emily Dickinson that in her time nobody understood her poems because nobody was even reading them then. And now she's like the Shakespeare of being in the attic. A lot of people do say she is the Shakespeare of being in the attic. But attic. What, well, what would you know? You have not been to school in a very long time. I know she had that trunk, and they opened it up long after she's gone, and they yeah. found all that stuff. You yeah. think they're going to open a trunk of yours and find all these little figures and yeah. say she well, changed the world? First of all, it's not a trunk. It's a hole because this isn't the ancient times. Well, it made more sense back then. This is very, very, this is very beautiful. 
No one's going to see your hole and say that's beautiful. And how oh, on no, earth no, you think a hole? That sounded disgusting, Chad. Well, you think a hole is more modern than a trunk. I, I mean, explain that to me. Well, because a trunk is very old-fashioned. That's why everybody took on the Titanic, and then it sunk, probably because there's too many trunks. So you're saying the Titanic wouldn't have sunk if they could all dig their own hole to put their stuff in on it? Well, you can't dig a hole on a boat. That's stupid. You dig out the bottom, and then you sink anyway. Right. So they had to bring trunks there. You're... Well, they had to bring trunks. I'm just saying, like, trunk is an old-fashioned thing in a way to carry things around. It's also a way that keeps gophers and things from getting into it underground where all your stuff Are is. Are there gophers on the Titanic? Is that what you're implying? No, they's in our yard where your your hole is. And dogs is it's over not, there digging stuff up. If you were here, you could shoot them like you used to do, but instead you're in prison. It's true, and I apologize again. And we're getting far and afield. everybody in the family's in prison except me. I'm just sat up here all alone with my hole. Yeah. Just trying to go to the fucking library, and I can't even get out damn book because I owe $459 and I can't find the Agatha Christie book, which I don't even know where I where I put it. Well, I mean, how much is that book worth? It can't be worth $459. But that's not how it works. If you don't turn it in the every day, you don't turn it in, it costs a certain amount of money. And then if you don't have it to turn in, they can charge you that much. You know damn well where that book is. It's in your hole. Well, I don't, I don't know why you would say that. Because I seen you put it there and say, hey, keep your gun trained over there. If any of them dogs try to dig up my book, I rented it and I can't afford to lose it. And so well, I you did. Don't rent it. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You don't rent the book from the library. You check it out. Well, sir. Okay. You only have to start paying after it's overdue. Sure. I'm not going to go in there disturbing literally every other thing in my hole and the hundreds of figurines and like my stockpiles and the other things I have, and my sweatshirts, and my boots, and my tights, and just like, because I think there might be, I mean, that thing's like 100 feet deep now. I can't get get 100 feet worth of stuff out of there just to check for a book. Oh, hell. How long have I been in here? When I left, it was maybe 10 foot, and we, we made you promise you ain't going to dig it no deeper. Yeah, well, is nobody here to mind me, is there? No, they ain't. No, how are you getting by anyway? Are you keeping the lights on and all the animals fed and whatnot? Of course, I'm doing that stuff. Well, good. Okay, I just I worry about you. You can't keep from digging that I, hole. It sounds like you I, go a hundred foot. I got foot. a job. I got a job. What are you doing? Well, I took an online course to get certified as a substitute teacher, and now I'm a substitute teacher. They ain't letting you around no kids because you went online. You got to go to school and everything for that. They will give you an emergency credential. Also, I'm the only person in this family that could be entitled to do something like that because I don't have any record because I don't do anything. All I do is run errands for people. I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm picking up a thing here. I'm taking it there. I'm picking up a thing here. I'm taking it there. I'm taking a thing there. I'm picking it up here. I'm taking it there. I'm picking it up, picking it up, picking it up, take it, take it, take it, take it. I don't even know what the stuff is. Good. I don't do anything bad. Good. That. Yep. If anybody's listening to this, I, you heard that. I, okay. I, I, pure good heart. Yes. I, that, know, I was born and I was probably one of those switched at birth. I probably was born to somebody nice, and then mom and dad probably just they probably put they probably took some drugs at the hospital, and then they got all mixed up, and they just went in. They just picked any baby, you know. And some nice family has a crime baby, you know. They got a crime, a crime me. Just, you know, they got a nice family and then they, they, she's probably in jail somewhere. And here I am, my teaching certificate and my 
my sculptures and my thoughts and nobody appreciates them. All it is is go pick up this crate from here and go put it in an alley. Pick up the this uh, there's a hollowed out log. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that, grab that, a okay. jar and take the jar over to two bit and then two bit. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. And then take them. La 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 la. It's meant to teach children and help them. Yeah, that's what it's for. It's for teaching kids. Yep, that's what that all stuff is for. If anyone's listening, just, uh, she ain't never picked up no crates. No, they don't, don't get all carried away now. And if you, that's a romantic story, you thinking you switched at birth or something, but mom and daddy could prove that you's part of the family. We's all older by then anyhow. We, we'd seen you. You was born, you had molars in your front teeth. They had well, to yeah, pull them all out. She the hospital when she went into labor. She went like three weeks later. Yeah, and you'd grown them damn molars, they had to pull them out, and you cried all the time. And I think that's what made you so nice, is they's always having to rub sugar and stuff up into your gums to keep you from crying. It's it just so nice made... because somebody put sugar on my gums. I think it made you nice. I have a naturally good disposition, and I don't belong with a bunch of you-know-whats doing you-know-what stuff. I think it's true. I think that's what made you kinder and nicer than most of us. It also made you a little, well, I don't know what the word is, but someone that want to go dig a hundred foot hole in the yard. Because I got no, you know what? Because I have nowhere to go but in. It's like that Hillary Swank movie where they take the space shuttle stuff going up. They realize something was wrong with the earth. And so they, they, they've got to go down into the, call it the core. They got to, she's got to go in the core with the space shuttle and said, I can't go to space because nobody give me anything to go to space with. Cause you know, I'm, I guys wouldn't even let me go to school. Wouldn't let me have any friends. Let me do anything. So I can't go. I don't look at the moon and say, I'm going to go there. I said, Oh, maybe if I dig down in here, maybe there's something in here for me. You think the reason you didn't have no friends is cause us and us holding you back. It wasn't cause every time someone wanted to hang out with you, you said, Hey, you seen that movie, the core want to dig. It is, you're just making stuff up now. That's not true because I had a friend. Remember? Remember, Charlie? I had a friend, and every day me and him would walk down to Kmart, and we would each get a big pickle because those pickles was five cents, and I had five cents, and we would each get a pickle, and then we would eat the pickle, and we would walk around, and we would talk about things, and Charlie was from a nice family, but then when his family found out where I live and what y'all were up to, guess who didn't get to hang out with me anymore? That's Charlie. Oh, that ain't, you, that's cute. You say you all used to talk. Charlie was mute, if you'll recall. And well, when I his, would talk to him. I know. And then when his parents asked him what y'all been doing, he wrote down what y'all did. And that pickle was just the tip of the iceberg. And nothing good happened with that pickle and them turtles that y'all found and guppies and all this You're whatnot. You're disgusting. You're disgusting. We were children. We would take the pickle down. And if we if we had a little bit of stub of pickle at the end, yeah, we would give it to the turtle or we would give it to that fish or something like that. But that's just kids being kids. We didn't do anything. You're just a disgusting person. He and said my, no. Was my friend and my, that my soul selected his society. And me and Charlie were friends. And you guys had to ruin it for me by your very existence. And the other day, I saw Charlie in the town. And he was there. And it looked like he had... You know, a family, they had a little dog, they were just, they were eating some ice cream on a bench. You know what? I would be ashamed to eat an ice cream on a bench with my family because you guys would probably then you try to steal the bench. Nobody can enjoy that bench because y'all got to take it. Well, I mean, I haven't seen the bench. I don't know how nice it is. I mean, you're already interested in how much that bench would be worth. Well, I mean, if we're dealing with it and he'll give you an envelope, I wasn't meant to live this way. You know what? Maybe I'm going to stop accepting these calls. Hey, don't you joke around that. You all I got, okay? And Yeah, and, well, maybe you shouldn't criticize what I do with a friend and a pickle. 
y'all, y'all put y'all cut them pickles up and put them on a turtle shell and then had birds come dive down and bite off them pickles and sometimes they'd pick up the turtle for the birds to come down we just we were trying to toss a little pickle pieces to the turtle so the turtle could have a ding dang snack uh-huh and sometimes the birds will come down and be, you know what not everybody is terrible you're terrible and you're in prison, so you're with a lot of other terrible people. Although I bet some of them are innocent and they're just like me. They're just from a bad family and they just got drawn into something bad. But you're just, you know, you're in there because you, you, you know, you had to go and just get into the city councilman's house when he was gone. He had a key in there. They told me that key was valuable. They only give it to a certain amount of people. I figure I'd flip it, turn a, turn a profit. That's how my mind worked. That gold key to the city was real and that is just not smart. I know, listen, I use past tense. That's how my mind worked. Past tense. Now I'm different. I'm rehabilitated. If I get out of here, I'm going to get me a job at like a Sparrow or a, a Pizza Hut or any kind of okay. no, short-term pizza place. Stealing those little packets of Parmesan cheese and trying to sell them for $5 each. Well, that's just business. I mean, come on. What do you, they give them away. You're talking a lot of game. I'm, you know what? When you get out of here, I'm going to be gone because I'm going to be somewhere else, some far away. Get another teaching credential somewhere else, and I'm going to teach school, and I'm not going to be involved in the ciphers and the pick up the envelope and go tell Tubit and go talk to go talk to Chotch and all that stuff. I'm just not going to do it anymore. I know right where to find you. You'll be down in your damn hole with your Hillary Swank mask on, with your little oxygen tanks connected to your back, pretending you're digging down to the earth's core. I'm going to find you right there, and I'll bet when we walk our way up and I haul you up them mud stairs you made, we're going to find that Agatha Christie book, and I'm going to go get you your $400 back, and then I'm going to show you where you were supposed to look in these poems to find this C-Y-P-F-R. Well, how, you know what I'm talking about. C-Y-P-H-E-R. Don't 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 just say it now. Don't give it. You know what I'm talking about. Everybody knows how to spell that. You already said it out loud. Everybody, literally, everybody else on earth knows how to spell that except you. Everybody. Listen, I didn't get a whole lot of time in school. I ain't some fancy substitute teacher like you. Okay, you ain't got to rub that in my face. I'm learning in here. I'm trying. Dang it. Well, it, but yeah, but you're still calling me with all this attitude, making fun of my battlefield earth sculptures, making fun of my friends. And literally, I'm all you have because everybody else is scattered in prisons and jails all across the country. I'm the only one here anymore. You know, it's just me and the dogs and the chickens and the rats. And I got like I got a tarantula. Um, you know, I got a bunch of stuff like that. But that's that's it. You know, and and I'm just gonna. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna sell everything off. And when y'all get out, I'm gonna be gone. And you're just gonna be like, where did she go? You're gonna feel pretty bad. Because when I, the last letter I sent you, it had a picture in there of me, and I don't know if you noticed the tattoo up on my neck. Yeah, I noticed. I thought you might appreciate that, okay? And you do matter to me, all right? You matter a whole heck of a lot. And I don't love that you listed off everything we got right and you didn't say that, dogs. Right next to that was a picture of a butt with a big old hole in it that says, I got a whole lot of ideas. So, like, you put my name on there, but then right next to it is a big old butthole. So, like, that's the thing about this family, you know? Like, we all can say something one time, but the next thing you know, somebody's putting a big butthole in your face. And that's just how it's always going to be. And that's probably what it was like for Emily Dickinson. You know, she probably wanted to be up in her attic, writing her poems, wearing her little lace dress or whatever. Probably downstairs, the rest of the Dickinsons were like, whoa, whoa, like that. And so she had to go up there, write her poems, and just wait to die to get famous. You probably do have a point there. You are a lot like Emily Dickinson. Okay. Yeah. 
You're right. But if you must know, the whole tattoo, that was a bet I lost. And when you're in prison, you can't just relinquish on a bet. So I had to get that one. That was years ago, you know. Whereas I had to save up and yeah, pay for the one of you. anywhere else to put my name and said you put it right next to the butthole. And that's what I'm saying. I will always be next to this family butthole when I really deserve to be up near the eyes. You think the eyes is the attic. Everything with you is up. You got to be up there in the attic and the top yeah, and the eyes. Yeah, that's right. So if that's I got right. a, a tattoo of you up between my eyes, you'd say, okay, we square now. I absolutely would not say that. What would you say? I would say, what the fuck did you do? Oh, hell. Oh, hell. Well, is you going to get me them, them, them poems or not? Fine. Uh, you know what? I'll go get you. I'll go get you. I'll take a piece of paper down the library. I will copy the poem out longhand and I will mail it to you. But after that, I'm done. All right. After that, you want some other cipher in a poem. You, you talk to, you talk to Clem or you talk to Tabitha or you talk to, you talk to Sherm. Well, you might want to talk to two bit before you get too carried away there. Cause we, he might have an idea for, I'm just saying he might have an idea for you. That's all. That's all I'm going to say. He might have something you could do to earn a little extra money. Well, I've already earned a little extra money with my teaching. All right, And I'm going to be respectable, and I'm not going to play this uh, game anymore. So well, I guess I'll talk to you next week. I guess I'll talk to you next week. You take care okay. of all them animals. You be safe in that hole, okay? And don't give up on your trinkets and your sculptures. I, I, they might not be my thing, but somebody out there is going to love them. I'm going to inspirational speech now that the time's almost up. Well, it's just how I am. I don't want you leaving mad at me. I don't want, I'm not inspired by you. You could be. Don't be like me. Be inspired by that. I'm ar- I'm working on it. Well, there you go. All right, you well, be safe. Be- I hope you you know what you know what. No, I don't I'll know what. Send you the I'll send you the ding dang home. Thank you. All right. All right, I gotta go. I gotta go work on another sculpture. All right, and then bye. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. These are those tapes. Is improvised and produced by Wendy Molyneux and David Huntsberger. For more information, please visit theseothosetapes.com.